0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 1. Butterscotch Disappears Jenny Wallace rolled Butterscotch's beat-up old play mouse in her fingers as a tear slipped down her cheek. She missed her cat. Three weeks ago, Butterscotch disappeared. She didn't run away. Jenny knew she would never do that. Either someone had stolen her, or she was... Jenny couldn't even think about that. Taking Butterscotch's mouse, Jenny walked over to the window and opened it. A little breeze tugged on her hair. She stared out into the darkness. Come home, Butterscotch, she called softly. Somewhere out there, Butterscotch was waiting for Jenny to find her. Maybe if she waited just a little longer, Butterscotch would run up the driveway and into her arms. Finally she gave up and closed the window. Flopping onto her bed she covered her face with her hands and thought back for the thousandth time. Back to when it all started, back to the day of Mrs. Shu's announcement. In her mind it happened all over again. Hurry, mom, Jenny urged her mother. She leaned forward as if she could make the car go faster. Mrs. Wallace glanced over at the excited expression on Jenny's face. "'Why are you in such a hurry this morning?' she asked with a laugh. "'Mrs. Shue said that she has a surprise for us today,' Jenny explained. Then she saw a twinkle in her mother's eye. "'Hey, wait a minute. Mom, do you know what Mrs. Shue is going to tell us?' Jenny asked. Her mother smiled. "'It's no secret. At least, it won't be after today.' No matter how hard Jenny begged, her mother wouldn't give even the tiniest little hint about this surprise.' "'I don't want to spoil Mrs. Shoe's announcement,' was all she would say. "'Well, fine,' Jenny said as she gave up. For a second, she sat with her arms folded and tried to look mad, but she was too excited to be that still. She twisted in her seatbelt and stared out the window at a big jet taking off from the airport. "'I wish I was the pilot of that plane,' she thought. "'I'd turn it around and head straight to the shoe box. "'I said, "'Do you know your memory verse?' Jenny's mom repeated. "'Jenny?' "'Huh?' Jenny jerked as she snapped back to where she really was, in the car. "'My memory verse? It's... "'So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. "'Matthew 7, 12,' Jenny repeated quickly. "'Mrs. Wallace beamed. "'I'm so proud of you, Jenny. "'You've learned every memory verse for this entire quarter.' "'Jenny squirmed as a happy flush stole over her face. "'Every time she learned all her memory verses, she got to choose a reward. "'Mom!' she shrieked. "'Stop the car!' "'Mrs. Wallace pulled into a parking space. "'Why?' "'Because we're here,' Jenny smiled sweetly "'before she bolted from the car and into the church. "'Before she even opened the door to the shoe box, "'Jenny heard a low buzzing "'as if there was a swarm of angry bees inside. "'Her hand felt slippery as she turned the doorknob. "'The buzz stopped the moment she opened the door "'and stepped inside. "'Once everyone saw it was Jenny and not Mrs. Shoe, "'the buzz started again. "'Jenny stepped quickly over "'to where her friend Dee Dee was talking to Willie "'and a stranger.' The tall boy had very short hair and a sour frown. He tapped one of his huge, unlaced, high top sneakers on the floor impatiently. "'Where's Mrs. Shoe?' Jenny asked in a whisper, although she wasn't really sure why she was whispering in the first place. "'She's not here yet,' Dee Dee said, as if Jenny couldn't see that for herself. "'Jenny, this is,' Dee Dee began. But before she could finish, Mrs. Shoe opened the door and stepped inside. She smiled at them as they all found seats and looked up at her, waiting to hear what the surprise was.' I have something to tell you all, Mrs. Shue began breathlessly. Jenny thought she could almost feel the floor tip as everyone leaned forward to hear what Mrs. Shue had to say. We're going to have a family day here at the church. It will be in the parking lot. There will be a big picnic, some fun games, displays by all the classes, and a pet show. At the words pet show, Jenny gasped. Dr. Gibbons, the veterinarian, will judge the pet show. A blue ribbon will be awarded to the animal that has had the best care. But the owners will also be judged. The winning pet's owner must be able to answer questions about caring for his or her pet. Butterscotch is going to win that blue ribbon, Jenny whispered to Dee Dee, not taking her eyes off Mrs. Shue, who wasn't finished yet. Pastor Hill has also promised to give us a booth to run, Mrs. Shue continued, but we have to decide what kind of booth. I thought we might want a nature display. What do you all think? Suggestions came from all over. It seemed like every kid in the shoe box except for Jenny and the stranger, had an opinion about what their display should be. Jenny was busy planning her speech for the time when she and Butterscotch would win the blue ribbon. She didn't even notice that the stranger was frowning so hard it looked as if his mouth might slide right off his face. "'Okay, quiet, everyone,' Mrs. Shue held up her hands. "'I think the best plan is to have a nature table. Everyone be on the lookout for nature things that we can display.' After church, Jenny looked around for Maria, but she found Deedee and the stranger. Jenny, I want you to meet my cousin Tevin Ryan, Deedee said. He and his family will be staying with us for a few days. They're moving into a neighborhood near yours. Hello, Jenny said, smiling. I didn't know Deedee had a cousin who was our age. I'm not your age. I'm ten, Tevin said, tipping his nose toward the ceiling. Oh, will you be going to family day? Jenny asked politely, studying the bottom of Tevin's chin. "'Tevin's nose dropped until it was pointing directly at Jenny. "'Why would I want to go to your old family day? "'Where I'm from, we have a big fair, not some poor excuse for fun.' "'I think this will be fun,' Jenny said quietly, "'wondering to herself why Tevin was determined not to be nice. "'Her memory verse flashed through her mind. "'So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you.' "'Why are your lips moving?' Tevin asked suddenly, "'looking at Jenny as if he expected her to break out in purple spots "'and crow like a rooster next.' Were they? Jenny's hand flew up to cover her mouth. I was just remembering something. Well, you ought to remember it with your mouth closed, or someone might think you're losing your marbles, Tevin advised. Come on, Dee Dee, let's find your parents and go. I'm starving. Dee Dee shrugged as Tevin grabbed her arm and yanked her along like a rag doll. Jenny? Maria's little sister Yo-Yo tugged on Jenny's sleeve. I'll help you look for them. Jenny tore her eyes from Dee Dee and Tevin and looked down at Yo-Yo. Help me look for what, Yo-Yo? she asked. ''The marbles that boy said you lost,'' Yo-Yo said. Jenny smiled. ''He didn't really mean I had any marbles to lose,'' Jenny tried to explain. ''I'll give you some of my marbles,'' Yo-Yo offered. Luckily for Jenny, Maria walked up. ''Here you are, Yo-Yo,'' Maria said. ''Mom is looking for you.'' As Yo-Yo skipped away, Maria turned to Jenny. ''Do you want to come eat dinner with us today?'' ''My mom said to invite you and your mother.'' ''Not today,'' Jenny replied. ''We're going on a picnic and a hike to celebrate.'' Celebrate what? Maria asked curiously. I won the Memoryverse Challenge last night, so Mom told me we could do something I wanted to do today. Well, keep your eyes open for stuff to show on our nature table, Maria said. I can't wait for Family Day. Me either, Jenny answered, but she wasn't thinking of the nature table. She was thinking about butterscotch and a blue ribbon. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 3, Jenny's Catnapped Cat, written by Celeste Perino-Walker, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.